This is a Funny Science Fiction Podcast Spotlight. Hello and welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast where the Klingon Glock is fresh but the jokes are stale. I would be remiss if I failed to mention our charity, the Red Shirt Widows and Orphans Fund. Someday, red-shirted Starship crew members will die a horrible death while making first contact, leaving their poor families behind. Remember this fall, 100% of all the profits from our fictional charity, the Red Shirt Widows and Orphans Fund, and all the merchandise sales goes to the real charity, Wish Upon a Team. This episode is one of our special member spotlights. Member spotlights will feature selected members of our Facebook group. During our member spotlights, we get to find out what cool projects our members are working on and share their love of science fiction. If any of our member listeners out there have a project that they're working on and want to share it on our podcast, please fill out the form link in the podcast description. Today, we have Ben Teaser, a loyal member of our hilarious Funny Science Fiction Facebook group. He's been a member for some time now, and we really enjoy having him in the group. Ben is here to share some of the cool projects he's been working on. Ben, welcome to our show. Thank you. It's been a, it's a pleasure to be here. Great, Ben. Well, here's my, uh, you know, of all the gin joints in all the towns and all the Facebook groups in all the world, you walked into ours. So why did you join my funny science fiction Facebook group anyway in the first place? Oh, well, basically... At hand, I'm a very funny guy. I enjoy life, and so it wasn't it wasn't really hard to join anything that started with the word funny. So great, <laughs> all right, glad you did. Now, since you're a fellow writer, I always ask this question of all of our guests: What role does humor play in the things that you create? Scripts? How important is humor in science fiction to you? Uh, very important. Um, I'll. I'll I'll explain a little bit later because uh, most of the series I watched as a youngster, Star Trek had humor, Twilight Zone had humor, pretty much overall. So, and I'm like I said, I'm an easygoing kind of guy in all parts of life. So, it is it is a uh, quite important. Great. Okay. So, as a sci-fi author, I'm sure that you've reviewed a lot of other writers' works. You look at them very closely as to how they're structured, how they're written. Uh, their their character development, things like that. And I'm sure that there's things that they do that have impressed you. So when you step back and as an author yourself, when you compare your work to other writers' works, whether it's a short story or a full-on novel, what is the footprint that you hope to leave behind in comparison to everyone else in the sci-fi world? Oh, uh, that's a good question. Uh, well, basically... Uh the series I'm writing is basically an homage to especially Twilight Zone. And so my pilot has been written with my personal philosophy of life, um, which is basically the have, uh, have glass full type of uh, philosophy. And, and after that, I'll follow with, you know, the typical monster or any any theme that are usually recognized in other series of anthology of, uh, and the name of that one what's is that uh mr cooper's tales right exactly yeah the basic theme is a um it's a bunch of monitors uh who are in a camp and after they send the kids to bed they go meet this hermit in the forest 
this guy is like a Harvard uh, educated man. And I use the, the very legendary uh, storytelling device, which is a campfire. So they're all excited to meet this guy. And every night he tells them a different story. That's basically like the Twilight Zone or Arto Limits or Tales from the Crypt. Okay. No, that sounds very exciting. And we're not even going to hold it against you. That's not about hockey or and that we're not from Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. That's my problem. I'm writing Twilight Zone type uh, series in Quebec. So if you want to get funded, you better have a, like a hockey scene or a thing from the past of Quebec. Otherwise, it's really, really hard. We are starting to get like a little zombie films here and there, but it's it's completely. I mean, people look at me like I'm a leper sometimes. It's, it's... <laughs> like you're a leopard? Yes, no, a leper. <laughs> oh, a leper. Okay. I was like, yes, he's a very large spotted it's, cat sitting there. It, it must be some sort of Canadian saying I'm not familiar with. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I write Twilight Zone and everybody goes like dogs. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could just have Mr. Cooper sitting on the other side with a Cooper hockey stick. And he could get two minutes for slashing every time they stop paying attention. There you go. I, you know, I might, you know, like some connection they might enjoy it. Just trying to help you out there, Ben. You don't even have to pay me for that. So I grew up around Detroit, so I, I grew up with uh, Canadian TV oh. as one of the stations oh. when I grew up. So yeah. I, I learned I learned the language when I was younger. So I'm, I'm able to translate. And and this is basically home of the Canadians, eh? So 24 Stanley Cups and everything. So yeah. it's it's even like I'm at the other end of the spectrum. No, nope, I write about, <laughs> yeah. I write about yeah. monsters here. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, in, in Michigan here, we're actually north of Canada. So I don't know. A lot of people don't realize that. So we can look yeah. south. Place you can look south and see Canada. But uh, yeah, so basically, all the episodes have a kind of like uh, some episode will be comedic, some will be sad, some will be totally scary, and it's all like. Uh, I pick, I pick, uh, I pick stories from everything. Conversation with people, magazine, papers, the TV, the just about everything. And then I start with the original. Um, what if this happened? What if this happened? And then it's like a tree, you know, it's like a branch. You start a few, and you go, okay, no, that doesn't work. I'll change uh, ideas and blah blah blah. So, and I'm, I think I'm pretty good for shorts. I'm really good for shorts. I don't know. I, I like little gag. You were talking about the funny, uh, being funny. I like short gag. If you tell a gag in like a second, it's really funny. Instead of a long thing that takes 20 minutes and suddenly the ending is like, really? That's it? You know? That's all it is? Oh, my. <laughs> so I started writing shorts for about five years now. And I'm up to um, like a full season of uh, like Netflix usually has like about 12, uh, 12 episodes or some 15 or something. And I have like another season of just basically ideas that I'm starting to write Sweet. now. Sweet. That's awesome. So you, you, um, everybody kind of has that moment in time where science fiction had made an impression on them. And I uh, that. <laughs> it, it seems like, um, you know, there, there was there was plenty of opportunity for hockey to make an impression on you, but instead it was science fiction. So whether it was um, influence from a family member or a particular moment in time, can you kind of take us back to that? What what got you into sci fi and what keeps you coming back? Yeah, yeah, I got one like that. Uh, I'm French Canadian, so I started learning very early English from Sesame Street. Like very early, I would sit in front of the TV and I would learn, you know, because Sesame Street is basically half French, half English, you know, so it's, it's kind of helpful. And and um, 
what happened basically is I'm not a like a lonely child, but my my uh, my sisters and brother were teens by that time, and so mm. they were never there. So basically, I was alone at home. So I watched a lot of TV, and usually, of course, Saturday morning cartoons, all the better, you know. <laughs> so right. uh, I learned English that way. Plus, when I was a kid, I started, uh, there was a tiny little dépanneur, and I consider this a dépanneur in Quebec, where a very old lady has magazine, Cosmopolitan, and in the middle, she has a Fangoria and a Starlog. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and it was like Starlog number 12, I think, with Close Encounters on top. Hmm. So I started reading that. And But the defining moment, if I can just uh, jump to that, basically... Sure. Of course, and Tim's going to listen quite carefully now, Star Wars in 77. So, uh, <laughs> and the, the funny part I always say, I always make a gag, is that first of all, my, my father, who's a, a blue collar type, that was literally probably the very most boring two hours of his entire life. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and my, my little gag is in the theater, I was sitting like in front of a pillar there was like a pillar cutting the screen and so from then i've always been saying ah you guys are putting me on there's only one droid in that film <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> i don't believe you there's two so <laughs> so basically yeah star wars and i saw it 50 times and i'm, I'm such a big nerd that uh when they started having first choice channels here in canada and you had to pay like it was a pay-per-view, but it was like a negative, right? It was like a, the image was negative. And I would still listen to Star Wars. <laughs> and my dad would go, why do you do this? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So basically it was uh, Sesame Street because Oscar the Grouch was basically Doctor Who, but in a trash can where it was bigger <laughs> on the inside. Is that, is that what it was? That's a good analogy. That's a good analogy. <laughs> There's a I, big Muppet sci-fi connection that we we talk about a lot that you know we can't overlook that the muppets <laughs> and sci-fi go hand in hand they do and i muppets and i can't be positive that but i think people are starting to catch on to my star wars affinity yeah <laughs> but, but of course there was all the uh like the opening of my mind you know seeing star wars did bring that up i mean you know the cosmos and at that time there was like a, the, the show with carl sagan and everything so it was like really nice. a wonderment of, of the universe yeah. and stuff, you know? Yeah, the dark That's side cool. has cookies, for sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> so I went to the dark side. There were no cookies. <laughs> oh, did you, were you, are you actually wearing that shirt? I am actually that is, wearing that shirt today. It was not oh even funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is hilarious. There were no cookies. That's so good. A lie. <laughs> so a big uh, disappointment. And if there are cookies, they're probably oatmeal raisin. Hey. So, <laughs> What we like to do is uh, <laughs> leave our spotlight guests with a little bit of a game, a little challenge. So this time around, we're going to just do some trivia. Oh, man. If you get three out of five correct, you'll get an I gave to the Red Shirt Widows and Orphans coffee mug. Okay. If you get all five correct, we'll give you that and the T-shirt I gave to Red Shirt Widows and Orphans. Oh, nice. Now, if it's some trivia... I'll probably be very good. If it's hockey trivia, I'm, I'm going out. No, no. How many no, seasons uh, did Guy Lafleur play and what team did he play for? No hockey what trivia. What was his number? <laughs> you might get all of them correct. We'll see. All right. Okay. Oh, and if you don't win, I forgot. If you don't win, yeah. right, 
then you'll have to get your face photoshopped on a funny yet tasteful meme that gets posted to our members. Okay, so if you get less than three, we'll take a photo, okay? And, uh, okay, does that sound good? Do you agree to our terms? Yeah. Okay, all right, here we go. In the nightmare 20,000 feet on the, sh on the show Twilight Zone, this famous actor also from Star Trek played the man who saw the monster on the wing of the plane. <laughs> That's an easy one because he's from Montreal. William Shatner. There you go. I William thought he was Shatner. from Iowa. No. Ball. Here you go. All right. So we got one. In Star Trek, the order known as the Non-Interference Directive and the guiding principle of Starfleet prohibiting its members from interfering with eternal and natural development of alien civilizations is called what? The Prime Directive. There we go. You're right. Numero dos. Numero All right. Dos. The black lightsaber featured in the Mandalorian was wielded previously by a Jedi from what race of people? Oh, I, I, I'm not on Disney at all, so no. Oh, no. I can't. Oh, oh. <laughs> Is there a sound effect? Okay. <laughs> all right. So it is a, it is a kind of a trick question. A Mandalorian Jedi. A Mandalorian Jedi was the answer to that. Okay. Finish this sentence from the show Doctor Who. A big ball of wibbly wobbly. What? Okay, uh, I know Doctor Who. I never watched it. Uh, timey wimey. That, that's <laughs> no, good enough. You, no, that's it. Take, no, you got it. Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey stuff. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Now I'm wondering who who did speak it. Who did say it? That was David Tennant's uh, Doctor Who. Okay, so it's really recent. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you've already got three correct. That means you won the coffee mug. That is awesome. But let's do this bonus question here. Anyway. Oh, bonus question? Okay. Yep. What object does not appear in the intro of the Twilight Zone? An eye, a door, a spinning top, oh. or a window? Spinning top. Okay. Wonderful. He didn't even so pause. Correct. He only got he like, oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I think he was trying to say it as soon as you said, you were like, a spin. He's like, yeah, that's not it. That, no, no, yeah. that's not in there. <laughs> Unless there's an inception twilight zone I don't know of. You know? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, Ben, hey, thank you so five, much. Bud. Four out of five. So we'll be sending you that coffee mug. Oh, not cool. this one. Not this one. I've already drank out of this one. We'll send you a oh, fresh okay. clean one. No, thanks. That's okay. No stains. <laughs> no coffee stains. So at least you don't have to get your face uh, photoshopped on a meme. So that's good. <laughs> Which I I would again I would probably laugh my heart out. You know, just. <laughs> just I mean, we we could we still could. I'm if just, you want, I mean, <laughs> we're more than happy to oblige. <laughs> if you want, if you want, I can. Uh, would you oh, like me to go like this? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Are you right, inspired? <laughs> Are you inspired? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Ben, thanks so much for being on one of our spotlight guests on our show today. Ben, can people follow you on Instagram or, or Twitter or Facebook or anything like that? Or where can they I have a little more about you? Page. Yes, I have one Facebook page. You have and a Facebook page? Uh, uh, ben... Cesar, which is spelled T-I-S-S-E-U-R. 
Okay, wonderful. We'll post a link to your Facebook page in the podcast description so people can like that page as well. So remember, guys, if you want to laugh more while listening to fun guests like Ben uh, regarding science fiction, as well as support the Red Shirt Widows and Orphans Fund, you can feel good knowing that 100% of those profits go towards a real charity, Wish Upon a Teen which is a fabulous charity helping kids have an easier stay in hospitals. So please help us spread some joy. Please hit subscribe, tell your friends. It means a lot to us as well as the cause. So thank you all for listening and remember to bring a towel. Thanks, Ben. Thank you, guys. Ben. It's been a slice. We have a great deal from our new sponsor, Uncanny Brands. Just for our listeners here at Funny Science Fiction, get one of their Star Wars lightsaber hand blenders and get $5 off with the code FUNNYSCIFI. That's F-U-N-N-Y-S-C-I-F-I. Thank you for listening or watching. Don't forget to subscribe and like us on your favorite podcast platform and YouTube. If you've enjoyed our podcast, why not come join our Funny Science Fiction Facebook group too? It's filled with giggle-worthy memes and gags. Visit our website, www.funnysci-fi.com. That's F-U-N-N-Y-S-C-I-F-I.com. You can also support us on Patreon, where you can get transcripts, bonus episodes, and other fun merch. That's at patreon.com slash F-U-N-N-Y-S-C-I-F-I. Look for links in the podcast description. On behalf of the rest of the hosts of Funny Science Fiction, we'd like to thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on one of our future episodes, please contact us by means of our Facebook group, funny science fiction you can find us on twitter or instagram using the handle at funny sci-fi or you can go to draytonallen.com and click the contact me link at the bottom of the page thanks again hope you enjoyed the episode copyright 2020 by drayton allen original music by jordan michaels reference to any specific product or entity mentioned in this podcast does not constitute an endorsement or recommendation of or by funny science fiction or its sponsors the views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. If you have questions about this disclaimer, please contact us via email at DraytonAllen at DraytonAllen.com.